We are thanking you because you are God. We are thanking you because by your mercies we are here to do what you want us to do. Tonight we gather at your feet that you may implant your word into our hearts in the name of Jesus. We are asking that it will not be like one of those Wednesday nights. But it will be a night of understanding. A night of readiness. To go a night of ready to open our mouth to speak. So help us. Let the word of God come to us and stay in our hearts. And stir us up. To do what you want us to do. Therefore I ask for authorance. And I ask that oh God. It may be said the way it ought to be. By the spirit of God. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brethren we are going to be talking about. A very important subject. Winning them at all costs. Amen. Now, winning them at all costs is, um, I want to take it off from this end. What you will observe is that the world, Satan, have discovered that the only way by which People will be saved is when the word of God is preached. Praise the Lord. So what you will observe is that laws are being made. Restrictions are coming. They say we don't mind. And as long as you don't tell somebody about Jesus, we are okay. Praise the Lord. And so, when I say win them at all costs, it is quite a big subject. But we will restrict ourselves tonight only to the portion where... If you preach, they will be saved. Praise the Lord. That's the only thing. That's where I would like for us to stay on. But you will observe that many people find it very difficult to open their mouth to speak the gospel. Praise the Lord. Now, yeah. In the book of Acts chapter 5, verse 27 to 29. If you're someone who loves the word of God and you read, you will see that the only restriction that Satan has always adopted is that they shouldn't speak. Praise the Lord. Now, all the countries that are coming out with laws... You would, not, you would observe that they have narrowed it down to the fact that if you are a Christian, okay, you be a Christian, but don't speak. 
That's it. So if we are going to be winning people at all costs, we have to decide that we will never keep our mouth shut wherever we go and whoever we meet. Praise the Lord. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest asked them, saying, Did we not strictly, praise the Lord, strictly command you not to teach in this name? Look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter, but Peter, but Peter, and the, others, and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than them. Praise the Lord. My dear ones, here tonight, I can tell you something. Winning people is not you winning them. It's the business of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit can only win and convict the hearts of men when there is a vessel to speak. And so if we are going to win people at all costs, I want to make it very plain. There is no secret. You just speak and the Spirit of the Lord will do the job. Hallelujah. Refusal to speak the gospel is what has made it become very difficult for many to be saved. So you will observe that right from the time of old, Satan's strategy had always been that people shouldn't talk. Some of you in your offices, if you observe carefully, people are beginning to, when you are a you start witnessing, they say, don't bring that thing here. Praise the Lord. So, the battle is to restrain your tongue. But Peter now is saying that if we keep our mouth shut, it simply means we have disobeyed God. And so I beg you, as we are trying to trust God for a stirring to do this work, if I may tell you tonight, be determined never to keep your mouth shut. Hallelujah. Let me tell you. Do we believe the rapture is coming? Do we really believe? I saw something from a fire preacher. And what he said, that really imprinted on my heart, is that as soon as the rapture takes place, 
you will observe that everything else will remain. But we would have been caught up. Buildings don't matter. Money at the bank don't matter. Vehicles don't matter. A very nice glass church, whoever when we go, he can take. Praise the Lord. So brethren, it's about time we understood this. If I sat with somebody in the car and I don't open my mouth, how will the man know that I'm a Christian? And how will the man believe? Are you understanding me? Our refraining from speaking is costing us so much that they are not being saved. Everybody in this church must come to the clear understanding that if I don't speak, they will not be saved. Praise the Lord. So when I say winning them at all costs, my message is so simple. I'm saying that speak to them at all costs and they will be saved. Praise the Lord. Take every opportunity to just speak about Jesus and people will be saved. If they decide not to, to get saved, their blood, as I said last week, will never be required from your hands. But if we refuse, we have a big challenge. Amen. So, winning people at all costs is as simple as be ready to preach the gospel everywhere and to every man. Amen. Amen. If I were to do sampling, and we'll be honest, you will find out that the biggest challenge we have is to speak. Have you observed that in discussing any matter with anybody, it's not difficult? Is politics very difficult to talk about? Ah, you are not minding me at all. Is is, is politics very difficult to talk about? Is the budget difficult to talk about? Is corruption very difficult to talk about? But isn't it difficult to talk about Jesus? We have made it so. Tonight be released to talk about Jesus. And that means... You see, winning people at all costs is not difficult. It's not difficult. But what has made it difficult is that we are not willing to speak. So tonight, as we study together, I want you to know that it is not difficult, but we don't speak. Here, as we just read, did they steal anybody's business? Peter Dems, did they, did, they, did they fight in the street? If there was anything they did at all, it was from chapter 3 coming, somebody got healed. 
And they were explaining, they say, how did it happen? They say the name of Jesus made that man. And then they were confused that, listen, our church is going to be empty very soon because everybody seemed to be following them. So what we can do is that they don't talk about that man anymore. So they told them, they said, you know something, what we intended to do, we are not going to do it anymore. We will let you go. But don't speak in his name anymore. And they said, what do you mean by that? For he himself told us that we should go into all the world and preach the gospel. Do you want us to obey you rather than him? Dabida. We cannot. So brethren, tonight if I can trust God together with you, don't be ashamed of the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. It's difficult. And I'm asking myself very simple questions such as, what is it that I can't talk it over with anybody? People get very excited about politics. They can talk from here to London. But when it comes to telling somebody about Jesus Christ, it's difficult. Tonight, may, be, may we be released in the name of Jesus. If we do this, I can tell you, you would have broken through and you will win every man at all costs. Praise the Lord. Are you with me so far? Winning them at all costs is not difficult. But tonight, can I beg you to be very honest with you? When was the last time you took the trouble to tell somebody about the Lord Jesus Christ? I mean, if, if you see, even if you find it, what, how am I going to start? There are so many simple ways you can start. Hey, so, are we going to, you can have a conversation with somebody and just say that, ah, so are we going to, in your office, eh, are we going to be sitting like this, ah, every day we come to work and then we close, we go home, we come to where we go home and then one day we die. So, is this all that life could offer? Is somebody listening to me? When you start it like this, you will see how quick the person will respond. Hmm, it's true. In this all traffic, and this all of this, ah, the door has opened. And then you can say, but do you know that God promises eternal life? And this t eternal life is in His Son, Jesus Christ. And that whosoever shall call upon His name or shall believe on Him would have this eternal life. Me, I believe, oh, do you believe? Isn't it so simple, brother? But have you noticed that as simple as it is, we don't do it. We don't do it. Brethren, tonight, I am begging God for you and I that we will begin to do such things in Jesus' name. The preaching of the gospel is so simple a majority of us have termed it to be as if I need to go to so-so and so school. I need to come to so-so and so school. I need to do... You don't need to go to school. Once you know that eternal life is in the Son of God, start from there. 
you can, you can, you can, <clears throat> you can raise up a conversation with somebody, a conversation that will let a person respond. So simple. Sometimes when I meet people, I catch them in their own demonstration. And then they begin to think that, ah, he's interested in me. And then you conclude the whole matter by saying, do you believe? Me, I believe, oh, what about you? You will catch them just like that. So, winning at all costs simply means talk to them. Open your mouth. Let your conversation be around the fact that Jesus saves. Amen. We want to make this so practical that you will see that it's not difficult to win them. If somebody was on the bus with you, in the plane with you, somebody, you were even all going, or you are in the trotro queue. Trotro queue, the person is standing there, you are standing with, hey, so are we going to be standing in this sana every day? And be queuing for trotro, and the trotro too, they are not coming. Hey, my legs are even tired. You will see, you will see the person will also say, hmm, I'm tired though. As soon as the person opens up. It's so simple. But I hope one of these days, Jesus will come so that all of this will end. When you say that the person will respond, if he's a genuine Christian, you will begin to see that his response will be very quick. He said, me too. But if he is not, he will say, ah, they say Jesus will come, they say Jesus will come. You will catch the man. Praise the Lord. Winning them at all costs means speak. Come with me to the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 13 to 15. Brethren, can I beg you that every one of us must become a preacher. Every one of us must talk about Christ. And I'm trying to speak it in a manner that you will see that it's not difficult at all. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Do you really believe the scripture? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The next scripture says, One, two. On him in whom they have not believed. How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear? Are you here tonight? God has made it so simple for us in our study tonight. He has made it so very, very simple. So simple. If I sat, I'm sitting in the plane with, with Pearl. She's bought her ticket. I bought my ticket. We are sitting. From Kumasi to Accra. Minding her business. I'm minding my, my business. Will she be saved? But if in the plane, my sister, are you going to Accra? Do you live in Accra? Give me a mic. We're going to do witnessing right now. Praise the Lord. 
Now, brethren, I just want you to see how we can do this thing so simple and, and, and can be effective. You want to come, sweetie? Come. We are sitting in a plane together. By all means, there will be suspicions from the beginning. Who is this man I'm sitting by? Me too, I will say, who is this woman I'm sitting by? In our head. Two of us. But we are sitting and I, hello, hey, my sister, are you going to Accra? Okay, good, 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 good. I, um, I came from Accra. I visited and I'm going right back. Okay. Okay. So do you live in Accra or you live in Kumasi? I live in Accra. You live in Accra. Oh, good. Which part of Accra? Why do you want to know? Why do you want to know? (laughs) It's good. It's okay. It's no problem. You may meet few people that the enemy has given some injections. So they will do. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, I just want, but we are sitting together. I just want us to make a conversation. It's not because of anything. Okay, I live in Accra Central. Well, sometimes, you know, you never know. Some men can talk foolishly. So yes. I, can, I can begin to see that you are trying to say, hey, this man, where is he going? I have to be careful. Aha. By the way, can, have you observed that? As we are going up and down and the planes are flying and all of this, one day, one day it will come to an end. What do you mean? What do I mean? Well, it is very clear that the Bible has made it very clear that Jesus is coming and he's coming for the people that he knows. And so, this is why I am saying it this way. What do you mean the people he knows? Very good. Thank you. It's a very, very, it's a very wonderful question you are raising. Do you know that we are all sinners in the world? No, me, I'm not a sinner. You are not a sinner? No. Have you lied before? Mm, yeah, but... <laughs> and do you know that lie is a sin? Uh, what if you lie for a good reason? <laughs> <laughs> if you lie for a good reason... Well, the issue is that there is no good reason. It's, 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 it's either you don't lie or you lie. So because I've told a small lie, I'm a sinner. Well, if God were to ask you, why did you say that? What would you say? Well, I didn't think God would ask me that. Oh, he will ask. Because the Bible says that every man will appear before the judgment seat of Christ and will give an account of what he has done with his life, either good or bad. Everything. Everything. Wow. Uh But there is a way out. What way? The Bible says that if you will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, your sins will be forgiven you. That's simple. It is so simple. How can I believe? It is so simple. What the Bible says if you call upon the name of the Lord. You know what? We are all sinners so declared by the Bible. But if we repent from our sins... And receive him into our heart. By this time, I'm ready to quote John chapter 1 verse 12. As many as received him, he gave them the power to become the children of God. Even to them that call upon his name. Hallelujah. As I move into the scripture, and let me tell you something. 
You see, most of us don't know how powerful the scripture is. As soon as you move into the scripture, the, indivi- the, the individual will be disarmed. He will be, or she will be disarmed. So then I will call and say, well, the Bible says that as many as received him, listen, the word is received. Then I can take my key, I can take somebody, something in my hands and say, you know, this is mine. I want to give it to you. If I stretch my hand and you don't take it, would it be yours? No. So, so also we receive Jesus. If you shall receive him into your heart by faith, you would be forgiven. Then I can go further to explain by saying, do you know anything about when Jesus was dying and hanging on the cross? Do you know anything like that? Have you heard anything? I didn't think it was real. Oh, it is. Jesus was dying. There were two other people. Have you heard anything about them? Yes, I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. Two of them, one on the left, one on the right. Yes. Uh-huh. Why were those people hanging there? Any idea? You I don't have... remember. You don't remember? They were, ha- they were hanging there because of the sins they have committed. Okay. But for Jesus, he was hanging there because of us. And you notice that these people were hanging there because they had sinned. However, one of them was smart to see that things were changing. Things were happening. Another one too was blaspheming and said, Hey, you say, if you are the son of God, save yourself and save us. The other one rebuked his friend and said, So all the things happening, don't you see that this man is different? And immediately, though he was a sinner, he said to Jesus, When you go to your kingdom, remember me. He didn't have the chance to live right. Yet because... He mentioned that Jesus gave him the promise, Today you shall be with me in paradise. So, you see, the man has not had the chance to do anything, but because he believed on Jesus Christ, immediately he had a passage to heaven. So, if you believe, you shall be saved. I want to be saved. You want to be saved? Are you ready for us to pray? Here now. Yeah, now, now, now in the plane. Yes, please. Then we pray the sinner's prayer. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brethren, is this difficult? Win them at all costs. Win them at all costs. You see what Bible is talking about? He said, in the verse, he just said unto I say unto you today, thank you very much, Nana. But let's go back to my scripture. This is very good. He said, no, 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 we are now in Romans chapter 10, verse 13. Now read the scripture for me, one, two. Now, before we go further. Did you observe that the thief that Nanama projected to us, instantly, Jesus said, assuredly today, you shall be with me in paradise. So the same way, when the individuals get the opportunity to receive, it is very easy to tell the person he is saved. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm begging you. Can we come down and make this so practical? Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, I, I demonstrated the scripture to you, but if I had sat with Pearl in the plane or maybe on the bus to somewhere else, and I decided not to open my mouth, would she ever even know? Now you see her reaction. She didn't even know what we were talking about, what I was talking about. But as soon as the understanding came to her through the scripture, she opened up. Praise the Lord. It was not difficult at all for the person to surrender. So when we say, win them at all costs, what we are saying is that, brethren, you just be ready to tell the gospel. Use every circumstance and every opportunity to highlight it. Now, what we have done very well is that we have gotten many people into churches when they have no idea about Jesus Christ. And that is absolutely wrong. We had a wonderful experience last Saturday. We were all going out and I decided to go with my partner to follow up on, 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 on my somebody that I warned some week ago or some weeks back. Somebody we won some weeks back. Now, on the way, it was also a very wonderful thing to me. On the way, my partner decided to call this fellow and said, You know, we are coming to visit you. And because Satan didn't want this soul to be standing very well, you know what he did? He said, No, it's not convenient. So, why is it not convenient? We are on the way. He said, no, I have a visitor. And then she said, we are still coming. He said, I am cooking. And I said, tell her that we will eat some of the food. <laughs> when that was said, he had no choice. But when I heard that he had a visitor, I was interested. Because then I knew that I'm going to grab another soap. So we went, and immediately, this friend comes, we sit down. And then I say, so where is your visitor? If this guy was in the room, bring the visitor. And then the visitor comes and sits right by us, and then immediately I don't pay attention to him anymore. I pay attention to her, the visitor. And I said, oh, we came to visit this man, and we hear that you are here. I want to talk to you about the Lord. I asked a few questions. It was very clear to me that, <coughs> excuse me, very clear to me that a person goes to church. But let me tell you something, a very notable church, good church. When I asked, are you born again, it was dangerous. Absolutely dangerous. And I asked, do you know Jesus Christ? He said, yes. And I said, who is Jesus? He said, Jesus doesn't like bad people. Jesus doesn't, he's, Jesus wants peace. You know, if you play bad, you gossip, you do the, in her own definition, you will not have Jesus Christ. 
And then I advanced the matter. Talk, talk, talk. Only to discover that absolutely had no idea. And then she said to me, I've told my friend several times, why don't you go to church? And she told me that he's been coming to church now. So she was happy that the person was in church. But without Jesus. So listen, brethren, let's not talk about church. Let's talk about Jesus Christ. And instantly we spoke to this person and the person gave the life to the Lord. Hallelujah. I want us to know it's not difficult. Win them at all cost. It's strictly by preaching to them. Now we come back to the scripture. Now the next verse, verse 14, says that How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard. And how shall they hear without? So the focus is who? One more time, I want to hear. The focus is who? The preacher. Once there is a preacher, they will be saved. This is why you have seen that You see, it's about time we became very wise. This is why you have seen that developed countries, America, UK, all of these countries, they are now making laws to say, don't say anything. Recently I had had something sent to me on the WhatsApp. And it was as simple as this man standing there and firing up very well, preaching in the public in London. They called the police. Now, this girl who was passing by was very upset because the, br- the brother started talking about all oh, this gege uh, and all those things. It, it affected her. It, it, the preacher didn't call him. Didn't call her. But she was upset. Why are you this, that, 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 that? So they went and called the police. The police too came. They wanted to bundle. They said, don't I have the right? The brother preached proper. I stood there and said, if I could pass through this electronic thing, I would also be there and say, brother, let me take it from here. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Brethren, we can do so much. And I think the time has come for us to be ready and to win people at all costs. You see, the gospel, the Bible said, the gospel has power to bring salvation. So once you speak the gospel, it's able to convict without any, you know, you don't need to struggle. You don't need to struggle. God has packaged his word in such a way that it will never return to him void. Amen. So please get on this matter. Win them at all costs. It's possible. Sometimes I hear that People have this kind of, they are not confident, they are not sure. And if I go for outreach now, what am I going to say? You see all the demonstrations that I have made, are they difficult? They are not difficult. We know that JW, JW have spoiled the job for us. 
I was with, 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 with one of our sisters. We went to a, head, um, a saloon when the day um, our leader said we should go to Palm Wine. We went straight to this woman, a hairdresser. As soon as she stepped there, she has made her face like a plywood. She doesn't want to give us the chance at all. Why? Because the JWs have been going. And she did not want to entertain. But finally, in the course of talking, when my partner just said, you know, I have come to even do my hair here before, and all, she started loosening up, and then we told where we were coming from. Then she took her breath. But I'm, as I was standing there, all the interaction was going on, I said, why do we have to leave this work for JW? We are the ones who have the life. Why don't we save? So tonight I want you to know it's not difficult. We can win them at all costs. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me tonight? Probably we don't know our responsibility, but I'm going to tell you something. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, the popular scripture that everybody knows. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, is a new creation. The old, uh, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Yes, Nana, let's continue. Now all things are of God. Who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. And has done what? Oh, I want to hear you properly. And had given us? You see, when you get saved, immediately God passes you out. To also have the ministry of reconciliation. So if you have ever thought that. I need to grow more. As soon as you got saved, you too have the math to win somebody. Did you notice that, that in the book of um, 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 John chapter 4, the woman who got saved, it was not difficult for her at all with her witnessing. All she did was so simple. When Jesus has released just one or two things, maybe you say revelation and all of that. But you can also testify that since I came to know Jesus Christ, my life has changed. Quickly, the Bible says she dropped the bucket, ran to the men of the city. And what she said to the men was that, come and see a man who told me all that I ever did. Could he be the Messiah? And when the man came, I love it very much. When the man came and Jesus had few interactions, the Bible didn't really disclose what Jesus said. But the Bible says that when Jesus had had some time with the man, now the man went back to the woman and they were the ones who were telling the woman that, Ah, we didn't believe because you came to tell us. So now they are denying the woman. Then they said to the woman, now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Bless the Lord! If we tell them, they would experience it themselves. Hallelujah! Are you listening? Can we all become preachers? 
You are not minding me. Every one of us can become a preacher. Now when I say a preacher, I'm not talking about a fivefold ministry. Prophet, uh, uh, apostle, prophet, teacher, pastor, evangelist. I'm not like that. Those places are office holders. And you see, the office holders, the Bible says that many are called. One of these days I will teach you. I've been studying also about how God calls people. Many are called, but few are chosen. The chosen ones are the ones that he puts in offices. But many, we are all called. And many can all become preachers. Hallelujah. We've seen it over and over again. That's why these days, there are very simple people. They call themselves brothers. But I tell you, the anointing in those people is fantastic more than those who call themselves prophets. Those who call themselves apostles. I know brethren, they have no title. They are called brother. But you cannot stand them. Because they have been put into offices by God. Praise the Lord. Brethren, we can do it. Shall we shout, we can do it. Tomorrow morning you go to work. Somebody you've been with all these years, you haven't said anything. The person opens her mouth about economy. You say, hey. You can say something. You know, it's so simple. She said, now these things, the taxes are becoming. Now this government too, when it came, we haven't seen anything. As soon as he said, this government too, when it came, we haven't seen anything. He said, oh, you will see something with Jesus. You see, we have reduced what we have. And the scriptures we are reading are telling us that we have been made ministers of reconciliation. How many of us have heard people talk about, now things are hard old. When you heard it, what did you tell them? It was an opportunity to preach. Then you can say that, hmm, in fact, it appears it's going to be more harder. So we should thank God. Yo, what are you talking about? So it's not going to be changed. It's not going to change. You say, eh, it won't change. It will go worse. But I can tell you that if really Jesus is in your heart, even if it doesn't go well, you have eternal life and you have a better place. Praise the Lord. And you build up from there. You build up from there. Hallelujah. You see what God said? This, and then the Bible said here in the verse 9, this uh, that is, that God was in Christ, that is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing the trespasses to them, but has committed to who? Committed to who? Us. The word of reconciliation. Dear ones, there is something in our mouth. May we speak it. Praise the Lord. Listen. I am speaking like this, but I also want you to know that if you don't start doing it, all of us who are hearing the word of God, last Wednesday night, there's a scripture I quoted from 1 Corinthians chapter 19. If you don't speak it, one day, one day, you will be shocked whose blood will be asked from you. You'll be very shocked. You will say, ah, but how God? You say, it's because I made you a minister of reconciliation. And I gave you the opportunity to meet with this person. 
but you did not take advantage. So I beg you. You see, people have become very busy with different things. May I say that be busy about the preaching of the gospel. Nothing matters. The, when the chips are down, nothing is important anymore except the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We can talk. Listen, if somebody came here and gave each one of us $100,000, pa, 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 we church members. Wednesday night you have come to church and I saw that you people are broke people. So 100,000. 100,000. I can see the commotion that will come. But will that take us to heaven? May we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Win them at all costs. Hallelujah. Let me quickly show you something. Okay, now, now let's see. Did we finish? The, the, the word of reconciliation, he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Listen, you have it. It's in your hands. You have to speak it. Tell your neighbor you have it. Speak it. Hallelujah. You know, in one of the scriptures he says that uh, 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 the word of faith, the word of faith is, is, is already with us. I think it's in Romans chapter 10 there about the word of faith. The word of faith. I think uh, we started reading from 13. Maybe go up a little small. Uh-huh. You see what it says? That, but what does it say? The word is where? Near you. In where? You see how God has made it so simple. The word is in your mouth, in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we do what? So the word of faith is with us, so do what? Preach. Praise the Lord. When, you see, when you get the revelation of these things I'm talking about, preaching of the gospel becomes exciting. Stepping out to preach becomes very exciting. And let me tell you something. If you don't get committed to this, I want to tell you a secret. There will be something else that you will commit yourself to, but it will not bring the fruit we want. Hallelujah. Rather commit yourself to doing this, and we will see the glory of God. Amen. This month we have declared it a month of evangelism. A month that we must win a soul. And I have found out that it's not so difficult. Anytime you go out there, even whether we have organized it or not, anytime you are ready to speak, something will happen. The church of Jesus Christ is failing the, 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 the Lord because we have replaced it with anything else except the preaching of the gospel. May we go back to the truth. I want to hear you say Amen. amen. It's not difficult. Win them at all costs. It's as simple as preach at all costs. Hallelujah. Now, let's have a look at something that is so beautiful in Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15. Let me quickly have a look at it from here. Verse 18 to 22. I want to show you something briefly. Why it is important we preach. For I will not dare to speak of any 
of those things which Christ had not accomplished through me, in word and in deed, to make the Gentiles obedient. Paul speaking. In mighty signs, in mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and all round about to Elericum, I have preached the gospel of Christ. Praise the Lord. Everywhere I went, I have preached who? The gospel of Christ. Everywhere you go, do what? Preach the gospel of Christ. Let's continue. And so I have made it my aim. Now, the reason why we are not reaching out, let me tell you. You have not sat down to purpose it. He said, I've done what? I have made it my aim to do what? Now I want to hear you. I have made it my aim to do what? To preach the gospel. Not where Christ was named. Lest I should build on another man's foundation. And I love this portion very much. Apostle was simply saying that, listen, I, everywhere I go, I want to bring Christ. And when I see that somebody has already gone to this place, I want to go to the place where nobody else has gone before. Praise the Lord. Your target can also be, you want to talk to somebody that nobody else had also spoken to about. Christ. If we become like this, it will be very easy to win them. I make it my aim. Tonight, what I want us to do is this. Everybody must make it his aim. Why we are not winning is because we have not made it our aim. And I pray that we will ask God to make this matter crucial on our heart when it will be our aim. Do you know that you can have an aim to become... You, you want, you know, you can sometimes have an aim that I want to be like this. True or false? All the plenty learning that is going on. I see people whose hairs are not even good, they are going to school. Oh, I see it every day. Just because somebody said go to school. And you can see that, well, I'm going to cry, struggle here. So, they have made it their aim by all means to add few things to their lives. So, they are going, and sometimes I try to figure out and I say, this person whose head is not good, that is going to poly in the evening. I want to see what he is doing in the classroom. And I'm very, very sure the majority of them will go, the teacher will teach anything. But he will come home and then he say, where did you go? I went for classes. Say, muna kwakwa. But make the preaching of the gospel your aim. Amen. You agree with me? Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> now I've seen that before. I've seen it. So I know what I'm talking about. I know it very well. The guy got a lot of F. And everybody said go to school. So he too he started. He can look at the board day like that. And they say, start the work. Then he looks here. Some of them are very smart. They are busy, whether they are drawing or whatever. You say. But this one is simple. Make it your aim to preach Jesus Christ. 
You agree, shout a big amen. amen. Brethren, I, I don't know why, 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 why we can do better. We can do it. Paul said, I've made it my aim. I have, do you know that these scriptures are written, and the Bible says that they are written for our admonition. Another word for admonition is warning. They are written for our admonition to the intent that <clears throat> those of us upon whom the end of the age has come, we will take caution. Praise the Lord. We can't become so busy with a lot of things. No, I have decided one thing for my life. And the one thing I have decided is that nothing is important to me any more than the soul of a person. Can I share this with you? I have said, nothing is important, no matter what I become in life. It doesn't matter to God than if I can win a soul. Even if I gave whatever. That's why I love people who push the people. Of course it is true that I can't carry all of us to go to the north. But some of you will be praying for us. Some of you will say, Reverend, take this along. Do it. I want you to know that we will all share it when we get there. Praise the Lord. I make it my, my aim. You see, I like how God is so simple. I make it my aim to preach the gospel. God is saying that let it Move to the level where it will be your aim. It will be your desire. It will be your focus. Make it your aim. Make it your aim. Now, let me be honest with you, and please don't take offense. Rather, take it as studying. You see, if you are even a leader, and you are not part of the outreach, it is not good. It's not good. Especially... If you are a leader and you are also not joining us to preach, and then ordinarily in your own life too, you don't preach, then it's more dangerous. I know you can be busy, but if you make it your aim, by all means you can catch somebody. Even if somebody is your client, client, he comes, and it's so simple. I want to do this and that and that and that, and then you sit down and say, okay... Immediately you can chip in the gospel. Make it your aim. Make it your aim. Brethren, can we make it our aim to preach the gospel? Not where Christ was named, lest I should build on another man's foundation. What he was trying to say is that, listen, other people are also preaching, which is okay. But I want, I'm targeting that the person who has never heard it before, by all means, must also hear it. I was telling you last week that in the studies, as I was studying, then I discovered that God has a way, because I have seen the trend. Whenever we go for outreaches, it's always very difficult for you to get certain people in society to listen to you. True or false, those who go for outreach, true or false. You will either get the drivers, you will get a security man, you will get ordinary people, simple people. But most of the time, we have also started becoming like Americas, and we are all developing. When, when I was growing up, in our Laboni house there, in LCCF days, 
Whenever you went out, you could go to houses and press the bell. And then somebody will shout from there, Yes, what do you want? You say, I came to preach the gospel. Sometimes they will let you in. Another time they will say, Oh, no, don't come. Or sometimes, if you don't go, we'll release the dog. It's possible. But today, you yourself, when you are going and you see the houses with bell, you already know that they will not receive you. So the best thing to do is to arrest them. Those that you meet on the road. Now the point I want to make is that, if you are a banker, you have another banker to reach. Praise the Lord. If you are a doctor, you have another doctor to reach. If you are a lawyer, you have another lawyer to reach. If you are a nurse, you have another nurse to reach. If they met me in my chalawote in town, and I say I want to talk to you about the Lord, they will look at my head and look at my feet. And they will think that it's because I need something. So they will, they will say, yeah, yeah, it's okay. I've seen that before. You meet somebody, you want to talk to him about the gospel, he looks at you up and down and says, it's okay. It's okay. Because you, are not, you can't come and talk to me. He has sized you up. By the way you are walking, you don't have a car. Me, my car is parked there. I just came out of my car and you, who are you to talk to me? But if you are with a person in your office, and then you say, today we should talk. This matter is so serious, so brother, they will listen to you. Praise the Lord. Let's begin to reach out to our own peers. Now, let's quickly finish by the 22. The Bible says that, for this reason, I also have been much hindered from coming to you. Now, did we read 21? Now the 21, but as it is written, to whom he was not announced, they shall see. To who, to who they have not heard, they, have, they would understand. What the Bible is saying is that if we make it our aim, those who have never even seen or heard, they will also hear. Praise the Lord. Okay. Let's share a few things. And then we will bring it to a close. But you know, my heart desire and prayer is that we will catch this thing. Titus chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. Paul, a bond servant of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect, and the acknowledgement of the truth which accords with godliness. The, tr- the faith that we have, it accords with godliness. It moves with godliness. Praise the Lord. Now, this is the main thing I want to talk about. He says that in hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began. Praise the Lord. The verse 3 says that, but has in due time manifested his word through what? Through what? I want to hear you, dear one, don't be bored. Through what? 
which was committed to me according to the commandment of God our Savior. Now, what I want to see, I want us to see is that, but in due time manifested his word through preaching. People will see the manifestation and the glory of God and the power of God through preaching. God cannot lie. In the verse 2. You cannot lie. God will never lie to anybody. I've seen ordinary people who had been used to heal tremendous sickness because they preached. I've seen young girls who were so bold to witness. And after that they saw that the people they spoke to, big people, but they had infirmities. And they prayed simple prayers, Lord, glorify yourself by healing. And they were healed. God would always back his word, win them at all costs. Amen. Everything is possible. Those of us who used to be coming for outreach, that we have resigned. May we go back to it in Jesus' name. Are you listening to me? Those of us whose appetite, brethren, the truth of the matter is, what can you really give to any man that is so valuable? You know, right now in this life, if you really want to offer the best of anything to anybody, it is Jesus. It passes everything. If, 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 I, if, I, if I gave, it is nice to give. It is more blessed to give than to receive. If you give somebody money, it's good. But if it doesn't end up in his salvation... It is too temporal. Give that which is eternal to someone. Hallelujah. And that we have it. We have it in our mouth. We have it in our hearts. The word of faith. Can you imagine one day you appear in heaven and all of a sudden these troop of people come and meet you at the gate and they are so happy, everybody mentioning your name and you can see that they are very happy and then you, you, they are trying to, you are trying to figure out why is everybody so excited about me? Where do I know you from? And then they stretch your hand and they say to me, do you know that it's because of you I'm here? Oh, how beautiful it will be. May the Lord help us. I want us to be excited. Listen, brethren, I don't know how to prove everything. Let me tell you, everything comes behind soul winning. Everything comes behind soul winning. And God is so concerned about that. We're coming to a close. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Win them at all costs. Would you tell your neighbor, win them at all costs? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
And in, in conclusion, let's read Second First Corinthians, sorry, First Corinthians nine, verse um, sixteen, and I will close on this one. Last week I used the scripture a lot to remind you of the same thing, it's not bad in some. Amen. For if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of. For necessity is laid on me. Yes. Woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. I don't think we have considered it carefully. If I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast about. But if I don't do it, Necessity is... Now, listen to what the Word of God is trying to say. There is something placed on you to do by all means. Now, now maybe can we try it in NLT? And let's see. I didn't look it up in NLT. Would you like to read this for me, every one of you, please? One, two. Yet preaching the good news is not something I can boast about. I am compelled by God to do it. How terrible for me if I did not preach the good news. And, and let, let's read it again from uh, NIV. One, two. Finally, let's do it at uh, arms. One, two. That gives me no reason to boast. For I feel compelled of necessity to do it. Woe is me if I do not preach the... Hallelujah. You see, in conclusion, brethren, may I tell you. I don't know how we are taking some of these scriptures. But let's come to the conclusion... That this thing has been laid on us to do it. Let me just pick that word, woe. Woe is me. In, the, in, the, in LLT, he didn't use woe. He used the word, I am compelled by God to it, terrible. Woe. In NLT, he used the word terrible. Brethren, let me say, and I beg you in the name of the Lord. If you don't preach, don't think you'll be escaped. You will escape. If you don't make preaching of the good news your lifestyle, don't think. Today, Dennis, I stand here to say this. Don't think you will escape. I beg you. Let's do it. You see, the brother said, yes, I preach. If I preach, let's go back to my original NK. If I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of. For necessity is laid on me. That's the word I wanted. It is best explained in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. The verse 18, when he said that this thing 
has been given to us to do. That's how it is. So, in this instant, he says that for now these things God... Okay. It's okay. You are good. It can slip. Now the Bible says... Yeah. Now all these things... uh All things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So, when we came back to the scripture, then he said that necessity is laid on me, meaning that, brother, no angel will come down and do preaching. Nobody will do it. We are the only ones to do it. I pray in Jesus' name. That will rise up to the occasion. Shall we stand for prayer? Woe is me. Woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. Woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. In a brief moment... Win them at all costs. They will not be won if we don't preach. Flippancy of preaching would win them at all costs. Be constant in season, out of season. But the gospel of Jesus Christ. We couldn't go to areas where the Bible says that be ready to tell every man the reason of your faith. Tonight may I ask you, please, let's not just pray anyhow, but look into ourselves in this short moment of time and ask the Lord. Or we can even confess and say, Lord, indeed I... It doesn't look... Indeed, Lord, I'm not. I have taken it for granted. I thought that it's somebody's work. In fact, you can even place your own request there and say, Lord, I haven't done it before. Or, Lord, I'm not conscious of it. I'm so sorry for missing my opportunities. Forgive me. But I'm now willing... Wherever you are standing, I can tell you that whatever prayer that you will pray sincerely, God would hear you. Will you talk to the Lord? If you feel terrible about this matter, you can talk to Him. If our hearts condemns us, God is greater than our hearts. You can, you, can, you can say, Lord, I don't even know what to say to you and I'm just... But I need you to help me in this. I beg you, neglect not what I'm saying today to you about reaching out. Brethren, there is nothing more important as we live now in our generation than to populate heaven. And the population of heaven would come only when we will simply preach the good news. Uh, or else any other thing will come our way and will distract us. I looked at the preaching of Apostle Paul. I looked at the preaching of John the Baptist. I even looked at the preaching of Jesus Christ himself.
and everything would always zero down to eternal life. Jesus never preached for temporal purposes. If Jesus even healed, which is a benefit, he will say, go and sin no more for the worst sin to come on you. In other words, if sin is removed, if sin is removed, you will have eternal life. I beg you, brother. Please don't feel as if I'm troubling you. I beg you. That's not my intentions. It is the scripture. Can we move our hearts to God and really plead that we will not be like any other. We just want to be like Jesus. For the Son of God came into the world to simply save sinners. We make it our aim to preach. We make it our aim to reach out to someone. Oh, Marakastagaya. Jada Hadei Maleri Halo. Father Hafadiri Aboroko Shadaya Masuke. Fiezei Zei Dei Daburi Inkein Tolobo Zampai Kelaya. Fadembele no riko balababaya. In the name of Jesus. Fire us in, in our spirits, Lord. Fire me in, in, in my spirit, Lord. Not to relent on the issue of reaching out. And my brethren, Lord, those of us here tonight. Lord, may we not take it for granted. May there be a revival by the word of the Lord. I remember I was doing a reflection and I saw many of us years ago we were so burdened about we understood it and we were so burdened we will always be in outreach I can still picture certain occasions but we have come to a point it's as if it's no more let we have done it before, let's relegate it to other people. I want to beg you tonight, as we pray, shall we ask the Lord, the Lord, revive us. The issue is not as if we don't know. We know it's the truth. But we can ask Him, Lord, revive us one more time. Revive us one more time. Tonight, Lord, as we stand in Your presence, so many from different dimensions, Lord, you have communicated to us that we can win them at all costs if only we make it our aim to preach. I have delivered what you gave me, Lord, and I pray that, Lord, this will bring the awareness one more time. Let it be unquenchable fire in our spirits in the name of Jesus. That as long as we live, Lord, we will do this matter. We are not asking that everybody must become a pastor or apostle or prophet. But this one, the Bible says that it's been committed into our hands. That we are to do it. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. And we are the torch barriers of this message. I prayed for you and I pray for myself that the changing things of the world will not affect us. Laws and regulations by authorities will not change us. 
we will simply preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the power of God. May the Lord keep our hearts and minds on this matter. In the holy name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause that indeed we have turned around and we are ready with the gospel. We bless the Lord for hearing us. In Jesus name. Amen.